You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. You're listening to Stage Door Podcast. The podcast celebrating theatre and creativity from onstage mishaps to career-defining moments. Hosted by thespians myself, Tori, and co-host Eliza. Fortnightly, we will bring you industry professional guests, deep dives, and more. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Stage Door Podcast. Today, we are joined by up-and-coming creative and current cast member of Girl from the North Country, Elizabeth Hay. Before we get started, though, we would like to acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation and the Tabal people of Yugera, the traditional custodians of this land on which we work, live, and record, and recognize their continuing connection to land, water, and community. We pay respect to elders past, present, and emerging. Elizabeth is a graduate of the Flinders Drama Center and lives and works as an actor on Coroner Land. Her theater credits include Hibernation, The Gods of Strangers, Red Cross Letters, Volpone and Jesica for the State Theater Company of South Australia, Baba Yaga, Groog and Groog and the Rainbow for Windmill Theatre Company, Yo Diddle Diddle and the Lighthouse for the Patch Theatre Company and the Helpman Award winning Emile and the Detectives for Slingsby. Elizabeth joined the main cast of Danger 5 as Holly for the series return on SBS and has worked on other locally made television productions, commercials and short films. Most recently she appeared in A Sunburnt Christmas on Stan. Elizabeth made her directing debut in the inaugural season of Rumpus at the end of 2019 with Sarah Delap's The Wolves. Elizabeth is currently performing the role of Catherine Draper in Girl from the North Country, currently playing at Her Majesty's Theatre in Perth and set to open in Melbourne at the Comedy Theatre on the 29th of April. Please welcome to the mic, Elizabeth. Hello. Thanks for having me. Hi. Thank you so much for joining <laughs> us today. My pleasure. I mean, what I've just said is kind of false because you're currently still in Sydney at the Theatre Royal, uh, but very yes. soon you will be yes. moving on to <laughs> Perth and then Melbourne, which is very exciting. But how are you? We're good. We're actually, we're in Adelaide next. So we Adelaide, then Melbourne. But I am currently in the, the, the bowels of uh, the Theatre Royal in Sydney. It's so great to see someone in the in the theatre scene right now and in the thick of it with all of these, uh, not, not only natural disasters we've got going on right now, but coronavirus. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it, we've, um, we've just been, um, so far, um, we've avoided coronavirus within the company. 
um, and uh, we've we've made it this far, which I think is you know a miracle. But yeah. It's been really, really wonderful. That is. It's so good to see that you guys are still running and everyone's getting to come and see this wonderful show. But I guess before we get into Girl from North Country and and more about that show so that everyone can hear a little bit about not only the show itself, but your role in it. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and where you fit into the world of theatre? Sure. Um, so I grew up in Adelaide. I'm from Adelaide. I live there now. Uh, I, as you said at the start, I studied at the Flinders Drama Centre. Um, I graduated at the end of 2010. So I've, I've, um, you know, I've been out of drama school for a while now. Uh, most of my work has been in the theatre. Um, and most of it has come from... Um, local companies, so that uh, companies like the State Theatre Company of South Australia, um, Windmills, Slingsby and Patch, um, those three companies make uh, work for young people and children. So um, I've, I've toured a lot with those shows, um, both around Australia and internationally, which has, um, you know, come to a bit of a stop in the last couple of years. But um, that's, yeah, that's kind of been my career. Um, a little bit of making here and there. I, um, you know, I'm mostly, I, I'm involved in other people's developments quite a lot. I haven't sort of led my own creative work yet. Um, I did direct a show uh, at the end of 2019 for the first time. Um, mostly as a bit of an experiment to see, see what it'll be like, really. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> I think it's so fun. Um, it's really great when you're an actor, but then you can kind of swap to the other side and be a creative and get the opportunity to not only work, you know, behind, you can work behind the doors and in front of them. And um, I think yeah. it brings a lot to it as well. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's, um, it's it, yeah, it made a real difference to how I see... Um, you're right. How I see, how I saw the other side. I just, I just, um, it was. I thought I wouldn't be able to sort of separate myself from performing. I thought I would, I would find it quite hard to watch people go up on stage every night and not be there with them. But it wasn't. It actually wasn't. It was kind of. Um, it was quite. It was quite easy to separate myself from from that, which I was surprised. I thought I'd. I thought I'd be a bit. Um, a bit more jealous, to be honest, but uh, <laughs> it was. Yeah, I think it's a really, it's a really interesting thing for for, for performers to do um, if they can get the chance, just to because you have different conversations and you have um, obviously different requirements and um, still a very creative role, obviously. But it's um, yeah, it was really good for me. Yeah, I think it 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 does it does it pays plays sorry such an important role. I think whether it's something as a performer that you then continue on to do and like you continue to re- direct, you continue to write, it's really important to get a little bit of an idea of what it does look like on the other side. Cause it also takes away a lot of the fear factor I feel of when you're auditioning or when you're in a production of this kind of, you know, the, the director or the writer um, gives you opportunity to see what it really is like, but also then have a better understanding of some of the nitty gritty sides of it and why certain decisions are made that you often wouldn't necessarily quite understand as the performer. So I think it's yeah. so great to have the opportunity to, to get to balance and get to jump around a little bit, even if it is only once or twice um, onto the other side of the table, really. 
Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you're, you're you're so right. It's um, and like you said, that you know that there are the conversations that you have um as a director are are really different. But there, but you, yeah, you're right. You also realise that there are things that I thought were a really big deal that I I realised weren't that big a deal. You know, so. <laughs> kind of it kind of made me go oh actually I can just I can afford to relax a little bit as a performer and just go okay I just need to do the work I need to you know um show up and be a good be good to work with and um you know the rest we can we can figure out together I think and so obviously you're currently in Girl from the North Country um so and for those that aren't quite as familiar with this show tell us tell us a little bit about the the show the premise of the show and what it's about sure um so girl from the north country is um uh it's a play with songs um it is written by Connor mcpherson who's an irish playwright um and the story goes that Connor was approached by bob dylan's people um basically was given um full access to all of bob dylan's work um and told that he could kind of do what he want, wanted with them and, and make a show out of them. So that's what he's done um, with a new arrangement of most of the songs by Simon Hale um, and uh, movement direction by Lucy Hind. So um, this all happened over in the UK, I think in 2017, the first production um, went up. Um, and so... It has been on the West End and Broadway since then and now it's in Australia and this is the Australian premiere. Um, So it's, let me see, it's set in 1934, um, which is a few years before Bob Dylan was born. Um, It's set in his hometown of Duluth in Minnesota um, in a guest house, like a boarding house. So it's run by the Lane family um, and basically the play takes place in this boarding house and you see the characters of the play pass through um in in different ways and um the songs kind of come out uh, rather than um maybe a traditional musical where the songs further the the storyline um the songs in this show the the what what i heard at the very beginning was that the 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 words are the vinegar and the songs are the honey so the songs kind of maybe offer a glimpse of what's happening in the inner life of the characters but most often they're just they're just songs um and so that's quite fun <laughs> to play to play that yeah yeah so um so that's kind it's, of it's quite premise. different it's quite different yeah um my thing's falling out uh it's quite different it's um certainly it's it's nothing like i've ever done before i'm i'm not really um a musical theater person um not because of I just, you know, don't quite have the skills of some people who work in musical theatre. Um, but um, so, so I'm really glad that, you know, I, I've kind of made it here. It's been a real, it's it's been really quite extraordinary because um, we've, because we've worked closely with um, uh, Kate Budgen, who's the associate director. She came out from the UK to rehearse us um, ahead of our Sydney season. Um, and she works really closely with Connor because Connor's the writer and the original director. We've just had kind of access into um, the behind the scenes of the play and how it was made, and yeah, it's been it's been really interesting. It is it is really exciting with a show like this to be able to 
get to talk to the people from the original um, location of where this came from because when you get that source material from the original location, it just means you can do so much more with it when you have more knowledge. The more knowledge, the more power, the more the better the show is and the and how alike it is to what their vision was, yeah. which is always so exciting yeah. with a show like this. And I mean you do play the role of Catherine Draper. What do you think that this role has taught you the hmm. most? Um, well, I suppose um, the the role, the character herself is probably, she's not um, so different from other characters that I've played that I've kind of, you know, that's, that's not been the learning for me. The learning has been um, in the way that we have been directed to play the characters. I've written some. I wrote some stuff down because um, some of the some of the the sort of things that were passed on to us from Connor and um, the original creative team just was so useful in terms of how we play the characters. Connor said these characters are all ploughing their own mad furrow, which is just a really um, beautiful Irish Connor's Irish Irish way of saying everybody's kind of looking out for themselves, and you know. the 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 place set in a time um, just after the the depression in America, so everybody's really st- struggling um, in one way or another. Every character we meet, and Lucy said something beautiful. Hope costs these characters, so there's no there's no room for um, I don't know generosity or kindness. Everybody everybody's just doing the bare minimum they can to get by, and so I suppose that's been the biggest learning. Um, moment for me is uh how to play that and how to be strict with yourself and not um not let not let the inner life of the character pop out too much it's really about keeping it all keeping it all down here and in the scene um uh, i have with jean so jean is the son of nick and elizabeth lane who run the boarding house um and i play jean's ex-girlfriend so we we sort of meet on stage, and I'm I'm leaving. So I, I'm basically coming to tell him I'm going. Um, they haven't broken up well. It, they haven't. They're not friends. Um, so <laughs> so yeah. So we're try, So we we're constantly working to keep a lid on. Um, keep a lid on. Not not the emotion, but just just really do not the bare minimum. But you know, be strict with ourselves about the pace of the scene and we're not there's we're not forgiving with each other we everyone's pretty mean so it's that's that's quite hard to play we're not allowed to look at each other you know where we had to learn that early on um jean is played by my real life partner james so we've, so we've um oh no. my gosh so that is you know so that's fun. We've, we have worked together, especially in the last two years. We've just been, you know, I don't know if originally it started as a bit of a COVID. He's an actor, obviously, a bit of a COVID thing where we could sort of yeah. be together and it not be risky. Um, but we were, fortunately, we were cast together. <laughs> I don't know what would have happened if one of us had been cast and the other one not, but we were fortunately both cast together. And, um, <laughs> yeah, so we kind of had to learn to do this scene and not look at each other and not give each other any love and get on, do the, do your bit, get off, sing your song, off you go. Like it's, oh it's, my God. yeah. That's a lot to unpack afterwards. 
<laughs> um, it's definitely... And now that you said that, it's really funny because I was looking... Because obviously I had the opportunity to see the show uh, last week? Yeah, last week. And oh, great. I was really funny because yeah. I was I I do my, you know, pre-interview social media um, stalk. Um, and I looked at mm. your Instagram and I was like, he looks so familiar. And I just did not yeah. even <laughs> connect the dots. At That's all, um, did not put two and two together. And it, but it's such it's now, now that you said that as well about like nobody's really allowed to have hope and nobody's really allowed to they have to do what is best for them. And obviously, we're talking about the show, so please uh, be be aware that I might say something that is technically a spoiler in this. Um, yes. But when <laughs> Catherine talks about the reason that she's leaving, it makes total sense because Jean doesn't is you know. Obviously, Jean has a passion in writing, but is not necessarily doing much with it or not capable of doing much with it currently. Um, and so, therefore, what can he give Catherine to to make her stay in? Because, like you said, they're coming out of the depression, so she needs stability. She needs a life. She needs someone that she can rely upon to make sure, make sure that she is safe and well cared for. So... It makes total sense now because I was like, oh, they so clearly love each other, though. I, I was know. like, even though at End of Valley, they so clearly want to be together, but it's just, they can't. It's so annoying. Like, you sort of go, there's just so, you know, when you're <laughs> being directed early on in the scene, it's, um, you know, that she she comes on, she, she sort of makes little, like, little offers to him. She keeps trying for him to go, you know what, I'm really sorry. Let's pull that behind us. Stay here. We can be together. And he just doesn't. And it's just very annoying. So, um, it, yeah, you're totally right. And eventually <laughs> she goes, all right, well, okay, see you later. I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, poor old Jean. Which is which I feel like would be so hard in general. I feel like also it would, it would just be so hard to play across from your partner to go, well, I'm going. See I know later. that we'll get to the end of the night and we'll still be together. But in <laughs> this moment... I don't want to well, leave. It's a funny, it's such a funny, I mean, look, Jim and I both have, Jim Smith is um, the actor who plays Jim. Um, he, he we, we both have, <laughs> you know, um, really a, a lot of respect for each other as performers. Um, and so it's a funny thing. We've done it a couple of times now where we've played people in a relationship and, you know, it's, it's it's acting, so it's it's not it's it's not as um it's not as hard as you would think. If if <laughs> you kind of just you go into a mode and uh, <laughs> and that's and that's it. Yeah, it's um. But the the looking at each other is the thing because you you know you do a scene with someone, especially someone um in in the scene that you love. You you want to look at them and you want to be kind of gauging what what's going on for them and la la la. But that has been the hardest thing is going, all right, we have to totally disconnect from each other. It's yeah. interesting with this show as well how I think it's kind of important at this time. Like, I think some of the things that you're saying really kind of connect to what we've been going through with coronavirus. It's very, like, almost feels like everyone's got to look after themselves before others, mm. which is a really interesting dynamic that's new. And I think people like no I still care about other people and I will still go out so it's it's definitely bits of that do come into society today and what we're going through ourselves so yeah I think you're right it's um you know when people are under 
I think it, like at the moment when people are under pressure, yeah, it's 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 difficult because you would hope, look, you know, of course there are exceptions, but when people are under pressure, they they do behave in a way that is um, that can be self-serving and you know, especially if it's been years and years of oppression or one of the things that we got told very early on was that Duluth at this time is really cold and so the cold has a huge impact on people's you know ability to kind of give and in this in the play at least you know um they yeah their energy is taken up by all this stuff like it's yeah you're totally right though it's um especially coming out I think of a time you know in Sydney where um people haven't been able to go out there hasn't been theater I really hope that people see the show and go you know I hope it's meaningful to them I think it I think it definitely does um pack that punch and it does it has a lot of meaning whilst it feels like it feels like you're seeing so many different people's stories um I feel like you can always find one that you connect to most whether that be Catherine's or Jean's trying to follow their Mm. passion even even though it, it it kind of it's so hard or Marianne who just has needs to do what is best for her and best for her baby and yeah you know even yeah. though it's a hard decision to make just having to make that um that decision but it, it's such like you said we were talking about before because the music it sits so differently to the show but it still yeah. fits so well what is your favorite moment in this in this show well i'm going to be careful not to um reveal too many spoilers too but the the moment um uh in act two um where elias comes out and sings duquesne whistle elias is played by blake erickson um and he he sings this incredible um version of duquesne whistle and the the whole cast clears the stage, like the furniture all is cleared, everybody comes on and it's the only kind of number, but it comes at such a moment of um, complete despair. I just, when I first, you know, saw it um, on the archives of the, the West End production, I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And I just, I just love that bit. I think it's just, it's just stunning the way that it's been, the lighting in this show, you know, it's the it's the part of the show that makes me wish I could sit out and it's not the only part, the part, but I could sit and watch. I just think, you know, it's just beautiful. it's just beautiful. Like, and that moment is, I think it's, I think it's, it's really stunning. And Blake does such a beautiful job. I love them all. I love. All it of really them. has a lot of really beautiful moments in it. Like the top of Act Two, just getting to see everyone together. And yeah. it feels it kind of, it does feel a little bit false. It feels like a little bit of a lie, but it also feels so happy, and which I feel like is what makes it feel like it's not one hundred percent genuine. But all of these people are able to come together and try to bring each other some joy, whether that be in the form of companionship or alcohol or, or alcohol, yes, yeah. anything else. I think you're right. Um, There's something. That's, <laughs> yeah. Anything. I think you're so right. It's um. Oh, it's so good that you 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 feel that way. I think it's you know because the song that we sing is um. It's called "You Ain't Going Nowhere." So it's like it's this happy moment, but it's also like the lyrics are you know pre- pretty sort of bleak. <laughs> We're all dancing and singing. You're not going yeah. anywhere. Um. Yeah, you're right. It's a fair, and it's a sort of just a moment of a bit of a breath out. I think for the characters, you know. 
um, ahead of Thanksgiving and all the things that follow. Yeah, yeah. It's I think it's a really nice way to start up the beginning of um, the second act, but also the the moment you were talking about with Elias was. I think it's quite beautiful because also it is so bare mm. and it is it's so stripped away from like it's still such a part of the world but it's so stripped away from it for obvious reasons that yeah. I, we will not talk about um but it is it does take such a step away but it still involves everyone um yeah. and it's so nice as well because um the character of Elias in the show um, is he is a very different character that we don't see often on stage, but it's so beautiful to mm. see him speak and sing so clearly, and it almost feels like the inner monologue that he's had the whole show is finally able to mm. come out in this moment. Um, and I believe you yeah. and Jean sing during that song as well, and that was really nice to see as well because it does feel like a bit of a a bit of a a bit of a morning of what could have been mm. um and it's like no you i know have to like i was like in that moment I, at first i was like oh they're together yay and then i was like oh no they're actually not this is oh it's, this is not yeah, actually what's happening. i know it's almost it's kind of almost like a dream yes exactly it's like it's this and i think the play does that quite a lot where you sort of things almost you know, you almost happen like Kate and Jean almost might get back together, and then you know, and it's it's um I, I suppose I suppose that's just how life is. Like things almost happen, then they don't happen, and you know, there's a few, there's a couple of little things the audience get a, a bit of relief, I think, from that almost happening thing. You know, um, but but not yeah. often. There's not much. Yeah, there's not much relief. No, I feel like it only really happens. Um, once. I feel like it really only happens once and it's yeah. um, for Marianne. And, and it's like, because it, you yeah. really, it does almost feel like the show is going to end and it's just, nothing is quite going to end as, as you would like it to. But you do get this one little reprieve of, oh, this, it actually worked out. This thing that she just took a chance on. My mum my mom watched the show and she was like, go, do it. She said, if she didn't, do that <laughs> I was gonna lie yeah it's important <laughs> we need it that's my mum's review we, were, we all feel it we we all agree we all agree there were many yeah. a moment where I was just like just oh please but you know you you do you have to and it is such a show about needing to look out for yourself and and what you need and that is at the end of the day what everybody had to do and for Marianne it obviously worked out and everybody had to do it for their own um reasons whether it worked out as happily as you would have liked um yeah yeah I think it it is it's a good it's a good also reality check because that is life you you know you can't always you know things might just you know you'd be so close and it doesn't quite happen but it does then leave room for when it does happen just how amazing and and wonderful it is yeah exactly you know what before we spoil the whole show (laughs) for everyone (laughs) we will actually move into a little bit of a game but this is kind of a rapid fire question round of a few silly things and fun things just to ask you okay all right so i'll go first all right 
Go to takeout order. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm really h- hanging out for KFC at the moment. I love KFC. It's terrible. Oh, <laughs> I know. The fries. I'm a bit. So yeah. good. Look. Worth it. You can't really quite go wrong with it, you know, and I feel like it's not something that you crave all the time. And when you do, you kind of just got to have it. You've got to have it, but I never, it never makes you feel that good. That's the thing. You have it and then you're like, oh. No, it it has um, what my partner and I refer to as the fastest enjoyment to regret ratio. Yes, exactly, (laughs) exactly. It's like you're eating it and you can smell it and you enjoy it. And within like five, ten minutes, you're like, oh, I can just like feel the grease and the oil and it's just you're yeah. like well i even if it was a fleeting moment it was still enjoyable <laughs> yeah, that's right. all right the next question is tea or coffee coffee oh yeah. yes yep. <laughs> easy. easy easy summer or winter summer summer yep uh i like the winter but i i really don't like being cold <laughs> i don't like really being hot but i don't oh, like no. being <laughs> favorite song to sing Okay, my favourite song to sing. Um, my favourite song to sing, oh my gosh. Well, um, okay, the first thing that comes to my head, we, I also have a one-year-old son and uh, he, <laughs> today we were singing um, uh, Everybody Clap. I think, I don't know if the Wiggles originally wrote it, but they have um, a version which we sing. So that's the first thing that comes <laughs> to my head. <laughs> I love it. And lucky last, what is your what is your favorite go to warm up before a show? Ah, my favorite go to warm up. Um, okay, I like well, obviously a bit of a, a bit of a bubble, that kind of thing. Because I think I do oh, it I love a, a for a warm up, but b it it somehow makes it, I feel like it releases. Um, any nerves I have, so I can I do it if I'm feeling a bit stressed. Yes, that's one of my go-to's. Yeah. it always makes you feel good going yeah. into a show. That's I feel right. like it's great yeah. to just help release that nervous build-up of energy. Totally, and you're doing something, so it's um. Oops. <laughs> exactly, and I guess on nervous energy, this kind of relates to our next question. What was the audition process like for this show? Sure. Okay. Yes. So it was, it was interesting. Obviously we were, uh, in a time of COVID. So we, Jim and I auditioned together with our Kate and Jean scene. Um, so that was the first thing we went in and had to, um, we met with the casting director, Nat, who we met over zoom. Um, obviously everything's over zoom and, she recorded our audition and sent it off to Connor and the UK team. Um, and that was it. We just did the one one audition. Um, we, we did have some singing lessons because <laughs> neither of us are um, confident or practiced singers. So we had a little bit of a, a – we had some singing lessons to learn our song. Um, we went in. We did the scene. We did the song. Jim did the Joe Scott scene, and um, and that was it, really. I think everybody had a pretty similar process. It was um, wow. it was pretty, you know, everybody was over Zoom. Yeah, it was pretty quick. I feel like it's, it's good because you, you don't have that, you know, nervous waiting quite as much where, you know, you're mm-hmm. round after round after round for months on end mm. just to either great get it or get to the end and go, yep. 
totally. Whole, you know, didn't didn't quite work out. It would have been so awkward if if um one of you got it and one of you didn't. Oh my gosh! Seriously, <laughs> yes, yeah. we had to we when we because we knew that it was a you know it was a, it's a long tour. Um, we um had we've got a kid, so we were like, okay, what do we do if one of us gets yeah. the role, um, and the other one either has to stay home in Adelaide with the baby or come on tour with the baby or how are we going to, you know, we've both got our own careers to manage. Um, yeah, thankfully we didn't have to have that conversation, but <laughs> it's worked what out. What makes you, yeah. obviously you've done, this is not your first touring show. Um, what makes you so excited when you're touring? Like what is one of the things that you look forward to most? Mm. Hmm. I guess, you know, usually it would be, I, I really, it's fun to have the opportunity to live in a different place for a while and imagine, you know, I've never lived in Sydney, but we've been here the last um, three or four months and you kind of you kind of start to assimilate and you find, you know, where you get your coffee and where you do this and that. Um, so I really like that part of touring. Um, for, this, for this company, I think, um, you know, we've been, everybody's been really cautious leading up to certainly opening the show in Sydney. Everyone was really quite cautious about um, their health and, and COVID stuff. Um, and so I think the more that um, COVID is under control, the more we can relax and kind of get to know each other outside the theatre, I think is going to be really um, lovely. It's, it's a really big group and a really wonderful group. And um so far, we haven't had too many opportunities to do that. You know, our, our opening night party, for instance, was it was it was it was good, but it wasn't. You know, you sometimes you might want to go out with people and share silly stories, and yeah. you know, you start to do that stuff. I I really enjoy that part. I'm looking forward to it for this tour, getting to know everyone. I think it's such a great oh, opportunity as well to learn more about you know, obviously about your fellow cast, which is so hard to do during COVID times because you are all trying to be safe and going. Well, you know, we can't, st- we shouldn't stay with each other too long, and, and you know, in case something mm. happens. Um, but it's so because it adds so much more to what you're able to do on stage when you know more about a person and also it's just lovely to get to know other people that work in your industry that you might not have worked with before or worked with for a very long time so I hope that you guys do get to do that and and hopefully preferably soon (laughs) oh yes me too I think so we 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 uh, yeah our next stop is Adelaide and uh I think every and I'm from Adelaide but most people will be truly on tour then everyone's sort of you know staying in the hotel and so I think that'll that'll shake things up a bit. Well, our lucky last question for today before we do a bit of a bedtime story after is what advice would you give to performers when auditioning? Oh, yes. Um, look, my advice probably changes from day to day, um, you know, based on how I'm feeling. But today I, I feel like for people especially young performers coming into the industry you know when you when you go through training schools you're so match fit a you can do there there's so much that you can do um but you also you can trust that you are an actor a you are a performer um so i would just say go in show whoever who you are and um, 
because it, because I when I finished uni, like it was, I, you know, I was really conscious of trying to fit into a character. But I think there's only so much that we can, can control. Um, you know, I to an extent we are, we can do a lot as actors, but we also. You know, I look the way I look and um, I sound the way I sound, and for, for example. So I think trust in your skill and um, go in and do the work and go home and try not to think about it. <laughs> that is Pretty some much. good advice. I think that there's a lot of people that need to hear that. <laughs> it's hard. Oh, it's hard. For sure. Yeah. Uh, but it is hard. Catch me on a different day. Auditioning is a time. It's, it's really painful it can be really painful and yet like I said on a different day I would you know I'd probably have different advice but that's how I feel today be yourself work hard I love it yep. I love it I think that's I think that's the most important thing and not not uh oh I now can't think of the word it was just in my head like not focusing on the audition once it's passed because there's nothing you can do about the past it's happened and mm-hmm. you've just gotta you've gotta move on because what else yeah, can you do exactly oh my gosh I can take my own advice I'll listen to this when I'm feeling <laughs> um you know when I leave an audition, and feel bad. <laughs> I'll say, who was that? Who was that talking? We um, obviously have come almost to the end of our time with you today. Um, and obviously, guys, before we do go, please make sure that you book tickets to see uh, Girl from the North Country. It is a really beautiful and very raw and very honest show. And you can get your tickets at northcountry.com.au. By the time this comes out, you guys will be in Adelaide um, and then you'll be moving mm-hmm. on to Melbourne after that so make sure that you get your tickets but before we go we have a little segment on our podcast called Bedtime Stories um, and what a bedtime story is is it is a show mishap costume malfunction something along the lines of that so do you have a bedtime story that you can share with us I've got you know I'm sure like all of us I've got um, I've got a lot and some of them have some of them were not funny at the time this show however North Country um <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going back here and think this is not even worth everybody hearing about. Um, it's a great show, but that was a hard time. Um, uh, this country girl from the North Country, we we had a moment um, a few weeks ago that it just it was just one of those moments that got everybody got the giggles. We um, have a very solemn moment around the Thanksgiving table all together. We hold hands, um, and this night the. There was a chandelier. There's a chandelier that goes sort of over the table, um, and for whatever reason that night it just came in a little bit late. But it meant that it cast this shadow over the table that everybody noticed because it was unusual. And because we were all in such close proximity to each other, um, someone got the giggles. The next person got, and we just were all sort of around this table like vibrating. And, and I can't tell if it's one of those. Things. It's probably one of those things that you just kind of had to be there in this very solemn moment everybody just giggling and it it it, it was very hard to bring it to rain it in <laughs> i think it probably is one of, one of those moments because i don't think the audience noticed i hope they didn't but it got us all and it and it took me a while to um to sort of do that bit of the show without thinking about this sort of shadow flickering over over the the table I don't know. There's probably I'll probably got. I'll think. I'll I'll leave you. I'll think of all these moments <laughs> that have happened to me in my career. 
But it's like turning that cr- the the laughing into crying. Just it was like, just take oh it my with gosh! It. <laughs> and and just it was it, everyone just sort of um just their shoulders going like boom, and you could feel the person next to you. Oh my <laughs> god! When struggling. those things happen, it's God. It was hard. It was hard. Oh, but it's, it's you know, it, it creates such core memories of the show. And those are the things at the end of the day you're going to look back on and go, no matter what, this was an amazing show. And then there's moments where you go, what is, what is theatre? And why are we, what are we doing? What's happening? Like, what's <laughs> happening? Why are we taking this so seriously? You know, I like those moments where you go, okay, it's all right. You know, things can go wrong and yeah. it's a play. We can, they're the best. They're the best moments. Well, we have come to the end of our interview today. So thank you so much for taking the time to come on and chat to us today. And obviously, you guys, please make sure that you go and buy tickets to see a girl from the North Country. Obviously, by the time this is out, Sydney will have come and passed. But I, I trust that you will have already seen it. Get tickets for Adelaide and Melbourne. And who knows, maybe it will go further than that. We shall have to wait and see. Thank you so, so much uh, for being here. And until next time, everybody stay happy, healthy and safe. And we will see you then. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.